Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today, no credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11. Well, it's the taking of the Pelham, one, two, three. If you want a ramble rhyme, then come, come see me. me. I've got more podcasts and I've got brown hairs, and that's a lot because I've got, got my share. share. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome okay, to the wow. football ramble. An entire share of some hair. <laughs> oh, and there's enough to go around for there all, is. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to us. It's me, Marcus, and Pete's here. I'm here, hello. Lukey e. M. All right. Jimmy C. Hello. Come follow me. Now then, uh, Sir Alex Ferguson was pictured recently having a jolly up with some former Manchester United stars like Brian Robson and comedian Russ Abbott. Not bring a former him, Manchester United star. Bring him back the 90s. <laughs> when we were good. Yeah, Russ Abbott's 80s, isn't he? Yeah. He's all decades. He's, late, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's enduring. I just want that woman who dresses up like the Viking, the big lass. Oh, right, remember. yeah. I do remember. I can't remember her name. I know was Russ either. Abbott dressed like a Mountie? He might have been. He was a, a, a punk rocker. One of his one of his sketches, he dresses like a as a, like a really uh, archetypal Scotsman with a yeah. kilt and a ginger. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Jimmy, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, do you yeah. think a young Ross Abbott looks a bit like Joe Hart? And who? Yes, yes. I do. Yeah, and who can forget uh, Basil and Bond? I can. That was, like, that was like his. Um, it's sort of like parody James Bond type character. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, I have forgot that. It's yeah. to my detriment. I used to love Russ Abbott. Well, if you could organise mm. uh, uh, some sort of party for, for Sir Alex Ferguson, uh, who would you invite, Pete? Actually, thinking about it, Luke was criticising me for mentioning Terminator. No, it was Ryan. Robocop, wasn't it? Oh, it was Robocop, yeah. 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 You're going to get Robocop involved. Same, same <laughs> Alex Ferguson mentioned it, not me. He's yeah. the one who invited Russ Abbott along. We you can't were, not talk about you it. Were talking about we Bas- can. You we can easily <laughs> not mention that. You were talking about Basil and Bond. What else are you going to talk about football? I've got nothing here. It's better than Basil and Boy. Yeah. Now, the Lynn joke there, ladies and gentlemen. And we all know it's not better. What's this, a dinner party and we all get an invite? Yeah, why not? we all get to invite a person. Yeah, you all got a plus one. Okay, right. Pete, who are you bringing? I would bring the Cuban recording artist Armando Christian Perez. Pitbull. <laughs> because I just think we'd have a lovely time. <laughs> I don't understand why this is funny. Why just, would you just picture it? Why would it not be funny? Me and Pitbull or Nans. Yeah. Te- I'm teaching them how to use the right knife. Yeah. <laughs> Strangely, you and Pitbull would have the most in common. Fergie would be just all at sea. Yeah. Well, I'm inviting Roy yeah. Keane. Yeah. So, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a very aggressive dinner party. 
Stick up your pit bulls. Would, um, would Ferguson swing his butt round and round and at the end of the night would it go down for Pitbull? Who knows? Yeah. He's had it, when he's got enough wine in him, who knows? <laughs> and he's generally got enough wine in him. So, <laughs> looking likely, isn't it? So we've got Pitbull and Roy Keane. Yeah, I'll go and Roy Keane, yeah. um, chiefly because I think, as I've said before on the show, it's perfect they now hate each other. It's, it's the, in, in many ways, the uh, classic literary protagonist-antagonist sort of um, type relationship. Mm. You know, he's a master nemesis. Mm. And he wouldn't be polite if he met him. That's in the another, great thing about Keane. He another, would go for the... Exactly. Those... In another world, it would be superhero, supervillain. You yeah. can choose which one's which. Um, at a dinner party, I'd like to... What I would do is i set it up to Roy Keane and say, look... Ferguson's having a dinner party. He wants to bury the hatchet, mm. you know. So why don't you be the big man and come mm. along? Yeah. And then I'll say to Ferguson, "I'm bringing Roy Keane. He really wants to bury the hatchet. Yeah. Why don't you play the big man? And let him come mm. along, and mm. then just see the just watch let the go. fireworks go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's kind of this sort of dinner party would remind me of like Malcolm Tucker when he gets fired and he has yeah. that dinner party with all the journalists. And yeah, stuff. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> and Pitbull's in and, and Pitbull's there <laughs> with me talking about the foxy lasses we've copped off with. <laughs> Well, he's talking about I don't think Pitbull talks about copping off right? with anyone. I've got Pitbull, yeah. tell me more. Yeah. Pitbull's, Pitbull's talk- talking, Pete's listening. Yeah, indeed. Pete's learning. <laughs> learning you, all the wrong lessons. How'd you get off of lasses, Pitbull? <laughs> Jim, you, have you Jim. ever gone steady with a girl? <laughs> what base have you been to, Pitbull? Pitbull's at the end just going, I don't understand, words you just said. <laughs> have you ever grabbed them from over the top of her blouse? Pitbull. Okay, so my guest, um, I would make... I would make my guest a host, actually. I would take this out of Ferguson's house. Is it and me? we know it's not you. Oh. You'd be there, though. Because we'd all be there for yeah. this if we're making it up. Mm. Um, and uh, I'd make it like a sort of come dine with me special as oh, well, nice, unbeknownst yeah. to anyone but the host. And that host would be a man who, you know, we know is a big Man United fan and also has a lot of uh, football luminaries amongst his friends. And that would be Mick Hucknall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Hucknall would have to cook for everyone and keep the peace. And he's, you know, he's got Ferguson and Keenan, now they hate each other. He's got the unknown quantity that is Pitbull. Yeah. And no <laughs> singing. It's going to be a nightmare for him. No, no singing. No, no, singing. no singing. He's too busy singing. for singing. No, he'd be cooking. Pitbull's Rolling doing the singing. Back the foil on the chicken. <laughs> uh, but Huckman's big man in Ireland. and started. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, an excellent shout. I'd probably go for Mike Phelan. Um, well, so he could talk to Keane for Ferguson. Well, it's just, you know, it's Ferguson. Was, yeah. He's got nothing on anyway. He served Ferguson for many years. In, in Ferguson's second autobiography, he calls him, he refers to him as Mick Feeling. Mickey Feeling? Yeah, yeah. Mick more than a feeling. No, actually, I probably. Uh, <laughs> I probably. <laughs> um, if he was a darts player, that would definitely be his yeah. name. And he'd come on to that. More than a feeling. <laughs> no, it's just me. There's nothing more. It's just me. There is a lot of me, though, because I've been into Victoria dance for a while. Beckham? He hated Victoria Beckham, didn't he? I'm not sure that's true. I don't know about that. Is Maybe. Not? I don't, I don't know. know about that. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> said Pitbull. <laughs> I think Pete's, From the corner. Pete's confused. got the points, isn't he? Yay, yeah, me and Pitbull. <laughs> Can I draw a line on the Pitbull now, just for the benefit <laughs> of the listeners? Just for the benefit of the listeners. For the rest of the show. Stick a bit of Pitbull at the end of the show if you want. Yeah, I've okay. gone. But Fine. For now. Jim, you love dogs, yeah. don't you? I do, yeah, yeah. especially yeah. rapping Cuban dogs. Yeah. All over that. <laughs> Pitbull, it's my talk. Um, uh, yeah, so, so there we are. Premier League. Premier League. Uh, let's go straight to Newcastle United versus Manchester oh, City. Shut your noise, you fucking old cunt. Quote of the century, that, isn't it? It's incredible. Shut your noise, you fucking old cunt. Pardew said it, so we're allowed to say Yeah, exactly. We're just quoting him. <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily, torso, ten shoulders, the best part of my weekend, seeing that. <laughs> 
and you're on, and you're on match of the day as well. Uh, apparently, so. oh no, I was. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. Oh dear, it's just <laughs> sensational, sensational. <laughs> Alan Pardew, mm. he's only eight years older than him, Pellegrini. The, time, the great thing, noisy about, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. not really. No, he doesn't strike me as either noisy or old. He's never been noisy. He always looks caned. Even at a pit bull gig, he wouldn't be noisy. Oh, there's been a line drawn under that. Oh, sorry. I like that Pardew. He sort of does it. He very cyclically does stupid stuff that makes him out to be a terrible individual <laughs> on quite a consistent basis yeah. like every eight weeks or so which would suggest something wouldn't it he's like remember when he pushed the uh, was it the fourth officially pushed mm. it's and like he's got fine. a different personality for each alleged phone right indeed <laughs> but I thought that was um, yeah I thought that was very funny because I saw that that actually happened I thought is he's, I couldn't work out what he'd said first but obviously I recognised the second bit so good yeah. <laughs> the problem with you is he makes everything personal yeah. he's got such a big ego that he makes everything personal and he does that smile with, the, with his obviously with his new teeth and sort of tries to laugh everything off. And it's like, no, hang on a minute, that's a really like low quality thing to do. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, really, really you can't poor, laugh that off. You, know, you can't smile that I, off. Can you imagine how embarrassed he feels now? You know, when you do something a bit stupid and you think back to it the next day and you just sort of go, oh, God, and your very being feels uncomfortable. <laughs> the last few days would have been like that for that for, been, for poor Alan Pardew. I've been in nightclubs drunk, shouting, "You're more experienced than that." <laughs> Going down the tunnel <laughs> in the nightclub. Um, um, uh, yeah. I didn't understand a word of that. <clears throat> he did. He did apologise, Pardew. Yeah, but yeah, he, he also him. called him an old cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, worth reiterating as much yeah. as possible. I think. But I mean, a lot of uh, I think Talk Sport were trying to whip uh, everyone a bit of a frenzy, saying that Newcastle United the most hated fans in the league. Oh come on! And it's just kind of like that's it's ridiculous. Just like, What's that got to do with a fan? As I was saying to Luke before, like, I, I think I would like to um, you know support an unlikable club. But we, you know, a successive manager and successive uh, chairman have kind of traded off this kind of blarney of um, you know mm. Bobby Robson and stuff. They're everyone's second favourite team. Fuck it. Let's start winning stuff. Let's, <laughs> let's be hated. Yeah. You'd probably yeah. hated first. Yeah, It'd be an easier act- achievement. And you didn't actually win. Yeah, I know. Let's be, <laughs> let's be hated. Uh, let's hurt Sami Nasri. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that Newcastle completely lost their heads like after that mm. goal was disallowed. Which um, yeah, they almost seemed to like stop trying. It's like they wanted to take their ball and go home. It all got right. a bit and Joey Barton. Swear at old men. Yeah, they did. And, 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 and also... <laughs> It obviously permeated to the crowd and through to the manager and everything. It was really um, unfortunate for Newcastle because I think they were probably worthy of a point. I, th- yeah. I thought I thought it got the I thought it got the fans going. I thought um, I thought one all uh, <laughs> with Newcastle down to ten men. I think was a, would have been a fair result in the end. In the end, and they had the chances. Couldn't yeah, take them. Oh, Newcastle, they should have had players sent off. Uh, Kabai should have had about six yellows. Mm. I can't believe he stayed in the pitch. Yeah, mm. Anita was being kicked on the bloody pitch as well. So um, it, it, before, um, it was quite before Torrey went off, Torrey was uh, putting the boot in every now and again. And, that and uh, in Buiwa one should have gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 That, But that was... I, they must have been winding each other up throughout the game because that was clearly calculated. That's not a foul. He's just done him. Yeah. He's just taken him out. Well, he's done him with one leg and then like finished him off with the other one. Yeah. Nasri's dad said it's like, like a, a big razor. stapler. He said it was like a razor or a pair of scissors. Yeah. It's like and you can't do that to a footballer because that's his trade, his legs. That's yeah. what he trades on. But what? What? How has the referee seen that and given the yellow? Because surely he's either given a red because that's literally the rule. He's kicked him off the ball, or he's not twice. Seen it. Yeah, or he's not seen it. But you have booked him for the first one and sent him off for the second one. Yeah, <laughs> Genuinely, the, the officiating in that match, but even before the disallowed goal, was terrible. Man- Manchester City were called offside twice when they weren't offside, and they were mm. they were clear on goal. Mm. It was only because Tim Clough managed to clear it in the end. It was at least consistent. It was consistently awful every yeah. single time. It was I, did, I didn't think the day, the day overall was a very good one for the officials, to be honest. No. no. I mean, the, no. the disallowed goal was, was 
clearly a goal, and I think Luke would agree in particular. It's just another reason that we need technology on stuff I like this. I agree with that. <laughs> I, I, I think that um, actually, with, with, to play, the, the, there was advocate here. Yeah. The, the referee is within his rights to disallow that goal if, I he, think if so. he considers Gufran to be interfering with play, mm. and he could, from his angle of thought. And I know that, that he, he's in Joe Hart's yeah, eye line. Yeah. But I, th- I think I actually think he disallowed because he thought it took a deflection off a Newcastle player when it actually took a, um, a deflection off Dean McAllister. Mm. But you could still argue. I mean, Hart's not stopping that. It's a great fit. It's a great hit. Hart's not stopping it. He didn't even move. But Gufran was arguably interfering with play, so you could have. I mean, that said, the linesman didn't flag or anything, did he? So mm. it's, a, it's a strange one, but it's not completely ridiculous. I, f- I thought it was at the start when I first saw it. But and we, I think people are getting sentimental because it was such a good goal. I, actually, I think people are getting sentimental is because we see Cecchiotti try that about five <laughs> times a match and he's done it once a- before. Apparently yeah. the one yeah. he scored against Arsenal, it was quite similar that somebody was offside and... Yeah, that one was incorrectly given. It was Pete Hummer. I actually, when I first saw the goal, I thought it was correctly ruled. Right. Now, I really did. But did you think it had a deflection as well? Or not? No, I thought he was interfering with play. Right. And I, and I, it was uh, until I saw it a few times and heard a bit of the chat, and I thought actually, yeah, probably should have been. If if, given. if, if, if the authorities want to get, um, and presumably they do want this, want to get the pressure off of referees and off officials, they need to make the, the laws clear. Mm. Mm. If, the way to take pressure off referees is to is to. <clears throat> Take away their opportunity to interpret the rules, mm. the laws. Sorry, if, if if that is just a straight offside, and that's the, and the laws are clear, then the referee can just say, "Well, it's the laws. Yeah. There's nothing I can do about mm. it." You know, he interprets that law as he sees fit, and he's going to take stick from one side or the other when he does that. Mm. Yeah, that's absolutely. the problem. Well, that is a problem, but I mean, it was a good win for Manchester City. But it was a good win for Manchester yeah. City. It's not difficult to see why Newcastle lost their heads when their manager behaves like he did. But <laughs> I, 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 would, I would argue that Manchester City's performance, certainly first half, was, well, late first half, I think was the most disjointed Manchester City performance I've seen in a very, very long time. Uh, they were definitely I mean, taken. I think, I think there were so many misplaced passes. They couldn't seem to get out of their own, um, out of their own kind of full-back position. It was weird. I'd, I'd never seen Manchester City play so badly this season. I know, I know they're not that good on the... On the road and stuff, but I thought Newcastle. Newcastle didn't let them play so much. New, well, I don't know. Newcastle counter attack. I thought Anita was brilliant. I, re- I really, really enjoyed watching him. Yeah, to sacrifice William to try and push forward. Yeah, Will- Williamson claimed like a, more um, headers, I think, than the back two of Man City combined, which I think was really telling. Not that we would put a lot of high balls in, which you know, which means mm. that we're a little bit more successful. And Newcastle has mo- had more possession and had as many shots mm. as Man City pretty much. It was, well, it was, it was, it was there for the taking. For they could have got a point definitely. Joe Hart played a big part. As always, seems to be back in form. Yeah, he mm. did. He made a couple of good saves, didn't he? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Newcastle looking like they're going to sell uh, Jonas Gutierrez to Norwich. They lo- they've gone. loaned him to Norwich. They've loaned him. He's, he's, already already gone. he's, in, the, he's in the shirt, Marcus. Is he? It's a shame, is it, Pete? Uh, he's kind of too expensive to be a. Uh, his wages are way too expensive to be like a sub- substitute, really. He's, he's, he's too too pricey. And, just, it, and, and that's the only way they're going to be able to bring people in. So I love the thought of him at Norwich. It's just a beautiful combination. <laughs> the the Spider Man guy at Norwich. It's just lovely. It's a good sign <laughs> for Norwich because they'll give him. He's got. Um, a lot of obviously a lot of Premier League experience and a lot of international experience as well. So. He's very versatile. Yeah, you know, he, one, of his, one of his best yeah. positions is, le- is, is left back. Mm. Just ask El Diego. Just no. ask El Diego. <laughs> he's always there for a Love comment. To. Love <laughs> to. Yeah. He's got nothing on. Um, uh, quite literally, uh, one, and he's out. One team from the from the northeast did win on the weekend quite spectacularly. It was uh, away to Fulham for one. I was there. Mm. We, see, we saw on yeah. match of the day. Yeah, I, was, I went to see my local club play. Um, and why, uh, did you, why did why were you um, so low down? I always sort of wonder why you basically in a dugout. 
Yeah, pretty much. Curious. Yeah, I was right in the front row. Mm. Uh, that was all the tickets that were left. Because yeah. according to es- Esquire magazine, we buy our own tickets. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. When we have to. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Adidas, um, are you listening? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus, how was the game? I didn't see any of it. I didn't but, see anything do you all. know what? Um, I was, I was thinking to myself uh, when when Walcott uh, got the injury, and I thought, well, "What are the wide options for England?" And after that, I thought, well, "Adam Johnson's not an, an awful suggestion if he can keep playing. I mean, he's got the ability, certainly." That's been his problem, though, isn't it? It's the consistency. Yeah, it's really lucky. But he had Although, a great, you know, he's in, in a good patch. He had a great afternoon then. Um, ah, do you know? No, it, this is the worrying thing for Fulham: is they didn't actually play that bad. They looked. For, this sounds ridiculous, but when the goals weren't going in their end, they looked like more of the better side. They looked like they had more. They had more pressure. They had more. Stockton didn't play very well, did he? From what by all accounts, uh, he, he did okay. I mean, right. he might have done better with with the free kick. Yeah, but, but there was no sort of howlers or anything like right, that. Okay. I think Berbatov kind of slows the play down a little bit too you much. No, <laughs> no, no, too much though. It sort of hinders the side a bit. I mean, mm. the, the, the fullbacks like to get forward, whip a few balls in. You got two workmen like midfielders with Sid. Well, and Parker, who put a shift in, yeah. Um, Tara, at least when he gets the ball, he he, he does uh, he does tend to move it around quite quickly. So I wouldn't be surprised if Berbatov went, and I think that'd probably be a good move all round. I mean, I know yeah. he can produce something out of nothing, but he just hasn't really this season. Yeah. And if he's not doing that, then you, you do wonder. I mean, not being disrespectful, he's a wonderful player. Don't get me wrong, but perhaps he is maybe a little bit. I think that too um, good. For, no, too good. I don't know if that's the right. His style maybe doesn't suit them so much. Yeah, I think that I, I take your Adam Johnson point. Like I said, I didn't see the game, but I mean, a hat trick speaks for itself, obviously. And he absolutely should be focusing on trying to get into that World Cup squad because, mm. um, you know, why not? He's got England don't have a left-footed attacking player apart from Sturridge, but who will play in the centre off the top right. of head? <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I think that um, Adam Johnson's a curious one because I think I've interviewed him and I interviewed him when he was at Man City, and I was up at City for the day. And it's quite interesting, the dynamic. He's obviously quite a quiet lad, mm. and he's... I don't, I don't know him well, but or anything like that, but I, I, he seems to be... strikes me as someone who's a bit of a confidence player. He's mm. very he's in his shell quite a lot. And when you see um, players in their, in, their, in their natural environment chatting around and waiting for interviews and all this other stuff, you can tell which ones are the dominant personalities, you know. So in my, when mm. I was there, in my case, it was... On that particular day, it was uh, <coughs> Lescott and company were very sort of, sort of loud and mm. chatty and stuff and quite... I suppose having a laugh, whereas play, people like Milner and, and Johnson are very quiet. So you can see why Johnson perhaps maybe got crowded out of City just by not being that confident, not being that vocal, and maybe struggling for confidence a bit because he's not playing enough. Mm. The best thing for him would be um, to um, to play a consistent run of games. And also, when you're a winger, it's very easy for you to be on the periphery of a side that aren't doing particularly well. You know, it's tempting mm. for a, a team or a manager to play hard-working players. You know, players are going to dig them out of a hole when they're down the bottom mm. of the table because sometimes wingers get, well, sometimes fairly, but sometimes unfairly, sort of pillory for not maybe tracking back and not mucking in. And that sort but of he thing. was doing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and Mancini banged yeah. on about that when he was at City. Mm. I thought Mancini sometimes unfairly dug him out in in, in, the, in front of the media. We yeah. had a bit of a habit. We did that a lot, though, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, he had a habit of that. And, and as you say, if you're a dominant personality, you tend to let that brush off and yeah. and you get on with it. But if you're a confidence player, that's going mm. to that's going to annoy you a little bit. But every, everything, or most of the things they did well, it came through him mm. down that uh, uh, right side. He was an inverted winger. And, um, and, and Sunderland, I mean, for goodness sake, they've scored four goals away from home. You know, you can't yeah. argue with that. <laughs> I mean, great. any club's pleased with that, especially the bottom of the league side. The worrying thing for Fulham is 
It's I the would, four goals. <laughs> well, I would still say they were a better side than Sunderland, and I still think they've probably got a few better players and whatnot. I'd say that Sunderland probably better two centre backs, but they've still they've lost four one. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. and you think, okay, it's well, there's a, a, habit of being, there's a set piece. That, there was another one that was questionable that was played in. You've lost at home well, to the bottom what, of the league. Yeah, side. what what match are you, are you hoping to win then? If you can't win against Sunderland, exactly, you know, where, where are you going to get yeah. pick and, up your points? And they could be the side, the, the classic side of no, 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 no they're, they're too, they've got too many good players to go down. Well, do they? I, no, I really don't think they do. I think Fulham are pretty much nailed on. It could be, it could be Palace, Fulham, and West Ham go down. Imagine that three London sides mm. disappear. Well, suddenly they've got a couple of winnable games coming out. They're home to Southampton, at home to Stoke, and they've got the. I think they played Man United in between that, mm. but they've got the. Um, the derby after that, yep. away at Newcastle. So they've got some winnable games. I mean, so they could drag themselves out of it, and there's still a lot of football to be played. So yeah, absolutely. But Fulham, I've got to be careful. I mean, that whole Martin Yole attitude, which I know he's gone now, but that whole Martin Yole attitude of "I oh, will be fine, we'll be fine," it seems to be persistent, isn't it? <laughs> not, not fine. Yeah. Not really had a boost. Well, from Mule- the new manager exactly. Mullenstein's certainly, like I said last week, and I think probably the week before, he's saying all the right things in the media, but he, you can see his frustration that he doesn't seem to be able to. Turn it around for he because he said you know just because we've won a couple of games had a couple of positive results doesn't mean to say that uh, it's all hunky dory and maybe that is the sort of the worst, legacy um, that Yoles left there. They've got the worst goal difference in the division as well. It tells its own story. That does indeed. Mm. Um, I mean they've got Ray Wilkins as number two to try and sort it out. They've got Alan Kerber. They brought in everybody. Yeah. Um, so uh, get Keegan back. Get Keegan back. That is in some role. Um, so yeah, the poor result for Fulham, but uh, but. You know, always nice to go to the cottage. Mm. Always nice to go to the cottage. It'd be uh, cheaper next season, wouldn't it? When, you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. when Fulham are down there. West <laughs> um, uh, Ham beat Cardiff 2 0 away. Great win for the Hammers. Yeah. Um, uh, and big Andy Carroll. Yeah. We saw him. Yeah. He's taking a claim for he, Brazil. He looks he? like he's been living in the woods, doesn't he? Yeah. Great, <laughs> big beard, training like Rocky does for yeah. um, for the fight with Ivan Drago, picking up an assist as he <laughs> yeah. goes. I think that um, that was a really surprising performance from West Ham. They deserve mm. a lot of credit. Well, that's the performance that their fans have been asking for for a number yeah. of weeks. They look now. quite up for it, didn't they? Yeah, so, they got yeah. some bookings, like we moaned about that they didn't get to Manchester City. They looked up for the fight, and okay, they've won, so we can say all this. But say if they've lo- they'd lost two 0 You'd still say, well, at least they were they were getting stuck mm. in. Mm. It was mm. it was the two cup games that were that were so abject. Well, it's, so, it's, they've hit rock bottom in a way that it could be a lot worse for them. You know, at least they've not lost lost any points in the league, which has to be their priority, obviously. So you know, but, this really obviously motivated them, and they showed real fight as well. They, they the just weren't as sloppy. They looked, as you say, they looked more motivated. The difference between them and, and Fulham is if West Ham played badly, their fans let them know. Mm. Yeah, quite. Mm. Enormously. And it might, it, might, it might just be a case of that they're away from home. They weren't under a awful lot of pressure because they weren't at Opton Park. Mm-hmm. Whereas you said, the fans can get on their back from time to time. Um, Andy Cowell's a big boost. Well, I know he's not, you know, he's not a magnificent player or anything. But and, he's become I, quite symbolic, hasn't he? And, and, and so I imagine when he came back, and maybe even the players thought, well, this is actually a big bonus for us. And, mm-hmm. he, did, and he did do his, his usual thing. And he, did, he did sort of hit the ground running. And, and he gets such harsh too. criticism, Andy Carroll. He well, never yeah, put that price tag on his own. Absolutely, but he's criticised for sort of not being a £35 million player and not having those silky skills. It's not what he's going to do. Yeah, but yeah. This, is, this also isn't his fault, but this is absolutely the case that you have a certain players, when they get injured at a certain time, 
a right time in terms of their reputation, they become more respected and almost talked about as better than they are in their absence. Mm. So, so it happened with Tom Cleverley, happened, mm. with, happened with Gareth Barry before the World Cup. It's ha- it happened Kieran back, Dyer, if you remember. Kieran Dyer a couple yeah. of times, actually. Um, but before a, before a World Cup as well. But he's been, <laughs> Dyer's been injured so often that everyone just probably doesn't... Yeah. By the end of his career, no one really knew if he's any good or not because he never really played. <laughs> but Andy Carroll, everyone has just been falling into that trap, I think, of thinking, well... When Andy Carroll comes back, we'll be fine. Mm. We'll be up. But Andy Carroll's not a twenty-five goal a season striker. No, absolutely not. You know, so it, it really is a, a more of a psychological thing. And he did. He did it is if they go down. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 To be fair to Carroll, though, he brings players in. Um, so he might he's, not score all those twenty-five goals himself, but he's going to have a hand in other people's. I think he's scoring. a good player. And I think he's, he's the improved. Best, he's the yeah, best yeah. forward at that club. Yeah, he'll improve. And if, it, and if he's fit and he scores seven to ten goals now until the summer, he'll probably go to Brazil. Well, look at, look at the header he's, will. Look at the header he's got for England, the we saw. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's magnificent. A, 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 a glorious header. Yeah. He, he causes chaos in the box, doesn't he? Pa- pl- uh, you know, defenders panic. Well, this is, this is it. Like, that's what West Ham need. You know, yeah, West Ham and England are not ticky-tacky sides. They're far from it. And uh, a player like Carroll... And it's no, it's no disgrace. You know, football, sometimes, you do need a target man. You whip across in. You've got players like uh, Jarvis and Downing who can... Usually deliver across mm, when they feel like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, why, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's, um, it's. But he wasn't just the only one who played. He only came on at the end. Um, uh, Mark Noble had a magnificent uh, ninety minutes, mm-hmm. and it was good for him to, to get the second. And West Ham, you could see the uh, jubilation on the bench. They all went crazy. It was and, like they won the league. Or something. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's that's really encouraging. Well, for you them. can see it's just instilled belief. Yes, and they've needed that so badly that mm. they'd almost forgotten that, that they could play. Yeah. Have you seen that they're trying to bring in um, uh, Lassina Traore from Monaco on loan? Yes. Yeah, Six for eight. Yeah, big for eight. <laughs> <laughs> the Noble thing's interesting because he's so he's getting to that point in his career now, Noble, where he needs to he needs to start putting consistent shifts in. I mean, he's too inconsistent in the mm. middle. He, when you're, oh, he can be a great player for he them. Can, he can, but, but when you're 26, when you're getting into sort of mid to late 20s, you're 26, you're experienced enough, you've played enough football, you need to start taking games by the scruff of the neck if you're good enough. Mm. And there's been performances from Noble this season which haven't been anywhere near. He's been anonymous. Yeah. And he needs to play more like he did away to Cardiff, throw the shackles off and actually take a game by the scruff of the neck, which is what he, um, I suppose, promised he could do when he was a lot younger. Um, but yeah, he was going against Cardiff, and, and it was a good win for them because um, Cardiff had that bump of, of having Solskjaer in and one, mm. of the fir- one of his first games and all that sort of thing. So it could have gone wrong for them. It wasn't an easy win on uh, an easy fixture really before the game. Yeah, absolutely. Nice goal from Colin Coles, we should say. The Hammers yeah. are looking at uh, Joni Lescott in. on ninety grand a week. Yeah, I think they're just he's rolling on good money. <laughs> I suppose if they want to get hold of him yeah. somehow, then they've got to they want need them. a. They need something big. Well, I mean, Pellegrini will want to keep Lescott there. Yeah, well, because if Pellegrini loans him out, he'll probably have to buy another centre back. So I wonder if they'll be successful in that. Yeah, but I think that would be a decent. But for what Man City want to achieve, Lescott's not good enough. So yeah. they, I mean, he's a good backup. He's though. a good player for. Yeah, yeah, of course. But he's a, if he wants, if he if he gets the st- he's at now at the stage of his career where he wants to play all the time. Well, he uh, should do. Yeah, of course. And, and he's so, good enough to play f- uh, consistently for a decent Premier League side. It might not be a terrible move him to go there, but, but I mean, it's going to cost him money because, as you guys have said, he's earning a lot of cash already. So. Well, and, and and he's currently not in the England squad as well. I don't think he'll go because I don't think um, Pellegrini will want to sign a defender now. He's not going to get the sort of defender he wants in a January yeah. transfer window. So I think they'll hang on to him. It's, yeah. it's just disappointing that when a player hits, you know, say twenty-five and he gets a big contract or whatever, 
Um, he kind of like it kind of ghettoizes himself a little bit. He can't yeah. he can't find another club after that because yeah. nobody's willing because he's not as good as he was when he was twenty five. So he doesn't command those kind of wages, but he can't take well, he that step down. You just have yeah. to kind of just mm. bite the bullet and take well, the pick. Well, look, well, look at back uh, to Everton, Jolian. That'd be yeah. great. <laughs> well, well, it's, was, not, it's not it's not absolutely out of that. No, absolutely. It's not out of the question that City would let him go. I mean, they've got if presuming all of them are fit. They'll start where well, they've got the Stars Itching Company, they've got Dean McCallis, and they've also got Xavi Garcia who can play there. But yeah, we, but would you want to sort of have a sort of makeshift centre half when you don't need to sell your backup? But we've said, mm. we've said that, that clubs like Manchester City um, and maybe Chelsea and, and, and the ones with the real money, that they've um, obscured the market with regards to wages. Mm. Because players think, I mean, sort of had a buy on all this. Well, hang on a minute, I'm a 90 grand a, a week player. No, you're not. You just at, got at lucky. City, you are. Yeah, yeah. You just got lucky with that well, contract. The difficulty Spurs had of, sort of getting him and sorting the wages yeah. out with City well, and stuff, exactly. Yeah. Look, look at everyone, like, sort of, you know, being really surprised that um, Defoe's going to Toronto and stuff. He's not good enough for probably the first the, the top four clubs in England, yeah. but nobody else can afford him. So, yeah. like, Absolutely. he has to go somewhere that's going to pay him mm. stupid wages. And he also probably and rightly thinks he'll get in the English squad, whatever happens. Mm. And, rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, at thirty-one, if you get offered a big contract like that and a chance to go to go abroad in, in a quite would be a great country, place. yeah, he's, he's going to have it a great time. Cold, good on him. It. Yeah. <laughs> and if and if Drake asks you to. Yeah, indeed. Well, Drake's, yeah, but Drake's a deal breaker. Yeah, they have proper summers over there. Mm. Don't forget that. Mm. So you do reap the reward somewhere in the calendar. Uh, Manchester United beat Swansea two nil. Um, uh, the Swans did have sixty one percent of the possession, which is United's lowest possession figure since Opta started keeping official Premier League stats in two thousand and six. That's two very sort of skewed factors, though, isn't it? Really, Swansea yeah. are very good at keeping possession, and yeah. Manchester United aren't very good at keeping possession yeah, was, at the moment. I saw the game; it was there for the taking. Swansea needed to make that first half count. Mm. They couldn't do that, and you knew that United were going to come flying out of blocks in the second half because that's exactly what a manager would tell them to do. So, look, you've really, you've really lucky. You need to get out there. You know, this is old traffic. You need to get out there hard, and it worked for them. And obviously, they they managed to seal it with a second goal. But I thought that that was there for the taking. Do you think we mentioned um, Kagawa uh, on a previous show? I mean, it's it'd be square pegs and square holes. You know, I mean, he he was started out on on a more wider position, wasn't he? And Yanazai was in behind Welbeck. And uh, and then they switched it over and they looked a bit better. Um, Welbeck, of course, uh, got the second and they won two nil. I thought Kagawa did okay. When you when you when you're one of those sort of players, like the the sort of mercurial type, yeah, I think it's so important. I mean, it's it's important for every position to a certain extent, but it's so important to have a run on the team, mm. like to pick up the pace of the league you're playing in, to to to, to work out the nuances of playing that sort of playmaking position in a different league, because the way he found space and found last passes and key passes and, and goals and stuff in Germany isn't going to be the same way he'll find them in the Premier League because it's a different pace, it's a different environment. And yeah. to never play and just come in and out and play half hour every so often it must be so mm. difficult. And then when you don't perform because you're not given the consistency and, and the performances that you need, mm. you'll get pilloried, so it's hard. Yeah, well, I mean, there's more pressure on every pass, isn't there, on every position you take up and absolutely everything you do if you know that you don't do absolutely the right thing. You might not play for another month. You know, it's, it's going yeah. to weigh on your mind. And do you also think that you also don't have the opportunity to really um, put a shift in because that's not your mm. role? So you can't really run yourself into the ground to show that you you know you can have a good game that way because it's not really your, your role yeah absolutely mm. um, um, apparently Manchester are looking to bring in Fabio Contrao on loan they're really hell bent on bringing in a left back aren't it's they? strange isn't it mm. 
Yeah, strange. Um, uh, people, about this, Kosovo have been given the all clear to start a national team, so it looks like Yanazai will not be playing for England mm. anytime <laughs> As soon. Well, he he did. Not at That's all. not the reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, did they set it up because he might have done? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yanazai was straight on the phone and was like, seriously, no. right, we've got to shut the. the Flattery was like. He, they're stitching good. Save him. Yeah, save him. Yeah. <laughs> save uh, yeah. save Yanazai. Um, <laughs> he so. was excellent. He was the man of the match for me. He's been a Super good player. player. He's been a good player. Mm. What about Stoke City 3, Liverpool 5? What a game that was. That was. Liverpool are so much fun to watch at the moment. Yes. Bad defending's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I think I think um, it could be the, the greatest World Cup ever. Because if you look at the teams, um, sorry, we've just gone from Stoke Liverpool, I grant you, to the World Cup. Yeah. But we, we'll be back there in a sec. Um, no teams really, uh, Brazil, maybe, Germany, maybe, Spain. <laughs> but no one's got a real great defence mm. in the World Cup. So, goals. So, I've read an article. Um... Based on Stoke versus Liverpool on the weekend, the World Cup's going to be great. Suarez knows how it's got every kind of goal by now. Yes. So, it's yeah. fine. So, he's, he's done all Because, like the Kawa thing, he's had his time in the Premier League. He knows how to score goals from different places. Apparently, the amount of goals strikers are scoring in terms of their goal return per appearances hasn't been seen since the very early 60s. Oh, right. People are saying that there might be a, a golden age of, of forward play now we're about to be entering. About time, eh? Um, but, um, yeah, Suarez, you're right. I mean, the thing about Suarez is that he's absolutely relentless. Mm. Like, it's, it's not only that he's a brilliant finisher, which he is, and that he's very skillful and all this other stuff. He works so hard. He's, I mean, he's he doesn't a fared out of games at all, does he? He doesn't sort no. of go missing. Yeah. If you watched a two-second snapshot of Suarez and said and said to someone, turn with the minute of the game that is, you just wouldn't be able to tell mm. if it's the 89th or the 1st, mm. because he, it's not like John Terry, who ages about 10 years every game. <laughs> he looks it's a bit old. harsh to choose Terry over no, there. But he looks old. He looks, he looks fatigued at the end of a game. Right. But Suarez never looks yeah. like that. He always... If you, if you, it must be so mentally draining for a defender to know that mm. one mistake you make, mm. you, you can't even um, sort of ease off at 1% in the last 10 minutes, because if you make a mistake, he will punish you yeah, ruthlessly every time. He, 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 he just sprints so much, he's so quick. When he when he harries, he, it, you know, it's it's never half arse is it? It's mm. an absolute sprint at a player. He's hungry, so yeah. hungry oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah, he looks at, well, and of course he was. Yeah, uh, last season against Chelsea <laughs> when he. But yeah, the, the, the mistake for the goal. It was you just knew. Mm. It was just the moment. The moment that it looked like there was going to be a mistake player. You just knew it was going to end up in the back of the net. And the mental, phenomenal. the mental pressure of that. Yeah, of knowing that any mistake you make is definitely a hundred percent going to be punished. It just must be draining. It, yeah, it would tire you out so much, wouldn't it? What about Sturridge as well? What an incredible comeback! Yeah, it, it, just full of energy, a brilliant assist for Suarez, and his goal just mm. class. Well, how well did he start the season? You know, and Suarez was absent. He was mm. he was banging the goals in, and, and um, and he's got yeah, one of my favourite chips ever. I think he's, he's well, exactly. And he's really encouraging to see him come back because I mean, that, Rogers also looked like for a period that he found a way of playing them both in the same team. And they look so good together. Mm. So if that's a sign of things to come, then well. It's going to be great. Yeah, now Liverpool. <laughs> Let's do lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liverpool have been great this season. Um, and uh, what about uh, Crouch and uh, Charlie Adams scoring against their old clubs? Then they did celebrate. Adams' goal was a beauty. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I'll be celebrating that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not that not all of them do. Why well, is he sort of Crouch? Who would Crouch wouldn't be able to celebrate against anybody? Lol. Why? He's played for loads of teams. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> good one, mate. Thanks, man. Um, uh, what about Raheem Sterling? Is he yeah, good he had a good game. Is he good enough for World Cup glory well, with England? We were discussing this the other day, weren't we? I, I think he might get Walcott's place. Ooh. Mm. Well, if he carries on playing, I mean, look, he looks like he's one of those players. He's so fast that whenever he gets on the ball, he looks like he speeds the whole game up. Yeah, absolutely. And this, that's a, that's a rare talent. 
The that adds sort of for pass. Liverpool's penalty as well. There's, you know, it's a slight mistake, and then just panic straight yeah. away in the back line. It wasn't Sterling's a penalty, it. was it? No, no, no. It's a ridiculous, two ridiculous decisions. One was the handball completely missed. The second was that it wasn't even really a challenge. He was almost like Sterling presented the other end of a challenge to yeah. the defender, and the referee, yeah, that's what a pen. Do you make of this. Yeah. <laughs> if you fouled me, I would fall something like this. <laughs> and Raheem Sterling does talk like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In case you're wondering, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt, uh, there was a penalty at uh, White Hart Lane on the weekend, and Punch and volleyed it over the bar. <laughs> that that's the, probably the funniest penalty I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a good one, wasn't it? He took it well though. Yeah. Me on Twitter. <laughs> yes. oh my God. Well, legal proceedings. Are have been started yeah, it was yeah, such a bad penalty yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah the Spurs 1-2-0 um, and it was it was good to see De- Jermaine Defoe scoring a goal and Ericsson he's in a good run of a goal scoring form different for Defoe as he's off in February yeah well yeah fair enough they've still both scored people are saying it's a good buy goal he's going in February at the end of February mm. as well. it, it just shows how little people trust him <laughs> and, how li- and how little he plays there yeah. you go <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor old Jermaine mm. um, and then, uh, he's so having a lovely time there's no poor old Jermaine that's yeah. he's, he's definitely not poor um, <laughs> Southampton won West Brom nil. Pepe Mel is the new man in charge of, of West Brom he wasn't in charge for that game though was he well no he's the new man in, in charge the, of in West the stands Brom. wasn't he yeah 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 he, uh, He's quite an interesting no, I, just did, I just didn't want him to have, to, to have on his record that he started off with a defeat, because that's not happened yet. I didn't mm. want anyone to mis- misconstrue that. I mean, I don't. Alex Ferguson's in the stand quite a lot with the Manchester United jacket on, which yeah, I yeah. think should cease. But he, uh, he I think he should really be playing for those. Was he not this year? No. Did, was he not this week? Right, okay. And they won, so... <laughs> some people <laughs> Genuine coincidence. <laughs> some people were surprised that Pepe Mel got the job because he was just sacked um, by Real Betis as they are currently bottom of La Liga, but he did. There's a little bit more to it than he that. He got him into Europa League, didn't he? Yeah, he mm. did take the club um, up from the second division uh, amidst uh, big financial difficulties with the record goals and points tally uh, and then uh, they did well under him in La Liga I think as you say they got into the Europa League um, and they, they were struggling big time uh, mm. with with, uh, with the books and ever all. since they signed to Nielsen <laughs> yeah the still million. the knock on effect ten, of that 10 year, ten yeah. year contract longer ago than that wouldn't it be yeah. But it, 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 Mel was in charge of uh, Betis when uh, they beat Real Madrid and Mourinho congratulated every Betis player uh, on the pitch when they uh, beat Madrid yeah. 1-0. So, you know, he, he gets a team player. Yeah. He's also wrote a couple of novels. Mm-hmm. One of them is called El Mentiroso, The oh. Liar. Yeah. Based on the life and times of Pete Donaldson. Oh, oh that's, that's a dig. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's a, it's a bit of a gamble for him, your honour. Pepe what? Mel, because he doesn't, apparently doesn't speak English. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen Pochettino and he's doing all right and I think he's obviously learned English now he just doesn't like speaking to the press about it which is fair enough but it is still a gamble signing it I mean I think West Brom have got a good squad of players and they're underachieving but I mean God it's not as though he's signed like an old hand who knows I what you're going to say you then. know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> how does El, El Menteroso mean the liar El is there and Menteroso is liar Menteroso is, a, is, a li- is liar Menteroso yes yeah. that's oh. how it means it oh, it's okay. just a really long way I thought Ross was saying the different liar. languages, Pete. Yeah. Just all around the houses, that's all. Yeah. See well, we've finished mean. around the Premier League houses. Let's go to the Championship. Uh, with Leicester City, with the mm. magnificent performance against Derby <laughs> County. Derby have been great, especially since McLaren took oh, over. But they got nuged. How they good did. was the difference? He was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> two goals, two assists. 
Yeah. I've seen you put in the running order, Marcus. Yeah. Nugent was lucky with his second. He was. <laughs> I deleted that out of my running order. <laughs> <laughs> because the difference makes his own luck. Is that right? Yeah. Um, Delat's, uh, uh, Delat's goal was particularly enjoyable where he marauded upfield. Nugent just laid it off beautifully to him. Yeah. That was a great goal. Um, but what a wonderful performance from Leicester. Uh, Vardy uh, scored as well. I had a little um, look into Vardy's uh, career. He started... Um, oh, yeah, some, uh, some uh, ascent. It is, really. He, he was at Stockbridge Park Steels, who currently play in the Premier Division of the Northern Premier League. He left there when he was 23 and signed for Halifax Town, nicknamed the Shaman, which we can't like. Um, winning That's the with a Y, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they won the aforementioned league, and then he moved to Fleetwood Town, who, whose nickname I also like, the Cod Army. Yeah. Um, and they were in the Conference Premier, so they won that league with him, and then he got a big move to Leicester. So he's now 27, and he's a big chance of playing the Premier League next mm. season. Is he the only player... Um, in professional ranks to have won the Sheffield and Hallamshire Senior Cup, which he won in 2009. Not, oh! not that long ago. Someone else has been researching. Not that long ago. Stockbridge Park Steels beat Brodsworth Welfare in yeah. the final. That's amazing. It's Brodsworth amazing... Welfare? Yeah. They've not... just gone down the job centre and put a team together. <laughs> I'm not suggesting they're not good teams. I'm sure they're decent non-league outfits. But, I mean, it's like, as you say, he could be playing in the Premier League next season. Well, the, Leicester yeah. are superb. His goal record's amazing yeah. as well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Vardy's dad is called Stuart. No way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not really, I made it up. A no, of, I've, I've got nothing. A couple yeah. of weeks ago, the Nuge was clearing squirrels off the pitch. He's just an everyman. <laughs> he well, you know, differences can be made in many ways. They can. Okay, what exactly. I liked about him clearing the squirrels off, he wasn't really overcommitting himself. He was just going, come on now, let's yeah. stop being silly. And, having a and, they, and they knew yeah. to respect him and, you, and obey. Well, mm. he, he's literally made of nut. Nugent nut. Nugget, yeah. Uh, Marcus? Nugget. No, I just thought I'd let him hang himself <laughs> <laughs> for a bit. Um, I, there was, there was this is like my dink me joke from last week that nobody picked him on. Oh, don't worry, I have a tenor show. <laughs> the listeners apparently don't pick up on them either. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a spectacular result with uh, Sheffield Wednesday, six Leeds mm. United. Now, Call it how win. it is. Mass- hit the worst six. day of Brian McDermott's life. Do you know what, right? He Mark said. Three. <laughs> <laughs> he's, had, he's had a terrible time, isn't he? Brian McDermott, he said, in a local derby, it is a public humiliation as far as I'm concerned. It's that like, was unbelievable. Like a public flogging, though, isn't it? <laughs> he like, is. like they've been put in the stocks and Mc- had football shot past them. <laughs> McDermott has. Um, he, he certainly has the luck of Keegan about him, doesn't he? Mm. A very misfortunate. <laughs> he's man got a bit time. of the sort of worldly, worldly weary sort of time. I mean, Leeds United, if you. <laughs> Only listened to Brian McDermott quotes for the last four or five weeks. <laughs> you think they were bottom of the football league? Yeah. <laughs> they're three points off the playoffs. Yeah. It's not. I know they're on a bad run, but it's not that bad. But that's yeah. the standards he has. Yeah, I know it's a derby game to a certain extent. It's a well. tough job. He should just go back to being a graphic designer in Brighton. Yeah, and no, and uh, and uh, take the easy life. Gast- gastronomy as well. Yes, and gastronomy. To be fair, though, it is a humiliation being beaten six 0 on a derby. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely, of course, yeah. yeah. But it's McDermott. You, you, <laughs> when I saw that result, and obviously apologies to Leeds fans, I just thought I can't wait to hear what McDermott says about this. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, you know, lovely stuff. I suppose it's better than saying, "Oh, we were unlucky," you know, and, yeah, that, and the referee course. robbed us. Well, you know what I mean? He's good value. Mm. Um, let's go abroad, um, where the Ballon d'Or has been announced. It's Ronaldo. Mm. Yeah, it this is, is deserved. Yeah, you, you, you will have uh, the known only this choice, a, really. Yeah, you'll have known this a while. I, ago. I don't think that's true. I think I think I had a lot to quite, quite Ribery. Like to see Ribery win it. Yeah, I mean, the best player in the. European champions. It's an individual award, though. Not Which a... means it's nonsense because football's a team sport. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's a complete nonsense anyway. <laughs> but I think Ribery would have been. Um, 
would have been a fair choice. I mean, listen, Ronaldo's obviously superb, so I'm not going to complain about it. And he it. obviously wants it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really I think they, it, they've yeah. just given it to him to shut him up. Yeah. And maybe renamed, renamed it the Bellendor. Yeah. Oh, like <laughs> like yeah. behind his back. Yeah. Like what you did there. Um, yeah. yeah, but Ribery didn't open a museum and have a special place for it, though. No, no Ribery didn't yeah. wear that crazy Santa suit that uh, Leo Messi <laughs> yes, was wearing. Yes, he like a, wore like a, a red... Almost like it's a um, it, it, it was it looked, like reflective um, Christmas wrapping paper. It looked yeah, it looked a bit to me like the, the material they make crisps out of crisp yeah. packets crisps, out of, crisp yeah. packets out of. Yeah, really <laughs> shiny red foily sort of yeah. substance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very strange. He looked like he'd he'd, um, he'd been caught um, in a fire and somebody just wrapped him in it to keep yeah. him warm. Exactly. Oh no, he just ran a marathon or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's actually got a history of wearing terrible suits to the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, he last does. year, didn't he wear like a football one last year? The I can't remember. It wasn't good. Yeah, well, like that, maybe yeah. that's his kind of superstition. Just mm. find the worst suit he can. And wear it and he'll win. He looked like ser- when, you no. ser- when, when I was at Lesser City, you used to have to serve the pucker pies, <laughs> cutting them apart and serving the pies. <laughs> and red used to mean the curry pie. Oh, yeah. What the red the file. The red file. I thought Gold- red meant stop, Mr. Donaldson. Get Gold- away from her. Gold yeah. was chicken. Yeah. Uh, That's standard, yeah. Silver was beef. Yeah. Beefy. Uh, yeah, but so, so I think Messi is filled with delicious curry tonight. Yeah. There you go, that's all yeah, yeah. inside. You can't really argue with that kind of logic. No, no he can't. No, you can't. Um, and we go to La Liga off the back of that, where Atletico Madrid drew nil-nil with Barcelona. Great result for Real. It was a good uh, result for Real Madrid, who beat Espanyol 1-0. They moved to three points. Mm, it puts them right back in it. Behind the front two. I was really looking forward to watching that match, and then I fell asleep uh, about five minutes in and woke up, and there was another match on. I was like, "What has happened? <laughs> Does everyone get tight and go home? And everyone <laughs> change their shirts?" It's, it's, an, it's an interesting game because you, you, you think of those two teams as being very uh, full of attacking talent, but they didn't really seem anyone there. It was cagey. Sort of, yeah, you mm. there was no one there who could sort of unlock the door. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think a point actually is still okay for both yeah. sides. I, I think Atletico will take a lot of heart from that. Oh yeah. And and Barcelona, you know, they've got a superior goal difference. So they're they're right. It's a difficult place to go, the, the Calderon. Yeah, Messi came on at half-time, didn't he? And he didn't, couldn't really... Neymar came on as well. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, listen, they're players to bring off the bench, aren't they? God. <laughs> so if you can't win with them two coming off the bench... <laughs> what can you bloody do? But yeah, Real Madrid really laboured to their win as well. So, I mean, I, knew, I think they knew that... Um, they were going to be under pressure because whatever happened in that game, and they, they did sort of. I mean, they beat Espanyol near one 0 didn't they? At Espanyol, yeah. But they really made hard work of it. And Espanyol, know? I think they're right down the struggling, bottom. Struggling, yeah. Um, mm. do, uh, Pepe, shaved head or, or hairy head? Just let him do what he wants. Yeah, that's he true. just looks strange with hair. He does. It looks fake, doesn't it? It looks like he, yeah, like he's a monster that's been created in a lab, and I'm they not. haven't quite got the hair right. He's a man for a mohawk, surely. I just think he's, yeah, I, I mean, bald, it just suits him bald. It's like almost I can't really get used to the um, Sergio Ramos short hair thing. Oh, mm. I think he looks better with short hair. Mm. You do, yeah? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah but that's not what I'm used to seeing him. Yeah, I, I like the Val Kilmer Ramos. You know where you are in the world with the Val Kilmer Ramos. Yeah, I suppose you make an excellent point. And one that um, pushes us on neatly to but Serie A. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, um, oh, <laughs> I was just going to say that Espanyol, you know, they, 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 made, they made Real Madrid yeah. work really hard for it. They did, know? yeah. And it's... You think of, 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 I suppose this season it's three teams, but you think of, of Real Madrid and Barcelona being so much better yeah, than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. You know, I always feel really sorry for Espanyol because of yeah. their situation in Barcelona and stuff like yeah. that. But they're doing, I mean, they're mid-table, so they're not doing too bad. But, I mean, a famous win would have been, would have been brilliant for them, obviously. I, I thought they were further down the bottom, but oh well. Uh, Serie A, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Milan are mid-table. They're, they're, um, <laughs> they're 11th. They got beaten uh, 4-3 off Sassuolo. Uh, Juventus <laughs> will be loving that result because it was a 19-year-old loaning from Juventus Dominicio uh, Berardi who scored four he got a haul mm. against the Rossoneri the, 
The strangest thing for me about that game is that uh, so Swallow play um, Chumbawamba. Tub something oh, when uh, when they score. <laughs> I didn't notice <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's really strange. Partic- particularly bad goal music. Good- yeah, goodness very me. bad. Yeah, going to choose one. That is really odd. worse than mm. Chelsea Dagger. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and also, um, the highlights of this I watched um, had an uh, Arabian commentator, and I heard him describe the the hall as a super hat trick. Oh, nice, brilliant. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that as well. That's a great result for Sassuolo. I think. I think that um, it's phenomenal. Is it Allegri- Milan went two 0 up. Allegri's been fired now. Hasn't Allegri, he? Allegri has and been fired. Allegri, you, I think Allegri got Sassuolo promoted. I think he used to manage them. So it's a bit of a uh, poet- in the hand yeah. that bit, fed them once. Bit of poetry there. That he's, that he's, he's, he's been a defeat to them that's caused him to lose his job. Yeah. I've heard that uh, Clarence Seedorf's abs is going to take. Uh, that's right. They, they're going to take over. Big Mar- Clarence Seedorf. Maro Sassotti's <laughs> taken um, over just in the interim. <laughs> Um, and um, he's been number two there. He's a yeah, yeah, classic yeah. number two. I, I love Tosotti, and um, he was one of my favourite players when I was young. Do you like the elbow on? Uh, was it Salinas yeah, in the night? No, it was on uh, Luis Enrique. Wasn't Luis it? Enrique. Yeah. yeah, apparently. Yeah, that was that was a bit out of bit of out of order. Yeah, but, yeah, it was. Yeah, but I was just going to say <laughs> the fa- one of the facts about Tosotti's career. Yeah, um, he won three European cups uh, with Milan. Right, eight nine, ninety, ninety four. Only got seven international caps. <sighs> I mean, That's you, unreal, isn't yeah, it? It's crazy. You were going big on this on Twitter, weren't you? I just think it's you fun. were arguing the toss. I just think it's I just think it's an amazing stat, <laughs> you know. Like Sebastiano Rossi is another one. I mean, the mm. competition for places in Italy in that nineties period, mm. uh, late eighties, nineties period. I mean, Sebastiano Rossi, who who, who um, I think won five league titles as a keeper for Milan. Mm-hmm. I think he might have won a European Cup as well. Um, he's got the record for the longest in Serie A without conceding the goal, and I think he's got the record for penalty saves as well. No caps. <laughs> I mean, Not that, a single I mean, cap. Yeah, that it was is that quite... competition that brought you know viewing figures to Channel Four. You know, right. there was a reason why yeah. people watched it. I think, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think at some point the authorities thought, you know, what we need to do? We need to have more international friendlies because a lot of these players aren't getting any caps. <laughs> getting nothing. <laughs> I mean, you, I, okay, they are very, very uh, uh, decorated players, and it is quite surprising. I mean, you could draw comparisons. Someone like Andy Cole won the Champions League and uh, very, you know, very successful at Manchester United, and has only got. Off the top of my head, seven or eight. No, I think he's got thirteen caps, Andy Cole. He was tried; he didn't take any chances, did he? Yeah, mm. but I'm just saying though that you know Steve Bruce famously didn't get. Yeah, uh, I, I Ian Wright always hurt himself before a major competition. Yeah. Yeah. Stuart Steve Dan Bruce has got, didn't Stuart get any got thirty-four caps. <laughs> yeah, these things happen. Yeah, it's, it's just not acceptable. Uh, what, what needs to happen <laughs> is they need to bring these players back because uh, Tosotti still looks in good shape, right? <laughs> Get him back. Get him on for the last couple of minutes for a few Italy games. Get Sebastian get Rossi in. Yeah, get him. And f- give Luca cap for thinking of it. Yeah. Oh, if you, if you insist. <laughs> if you insist. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, Juventus, they won again. Uh, 11 straight wins uh, puts the eight points clear. And that's a club record. 11 straight wins. My goodness, they mm. are romping home to the title. Before we go to Pete's game, um, we've got to mention the, the, uh, the lovely scenes in Portugal. Benfica uh, beat Porto 2-0. I think that was the first time they won a league match against their old rivals for the first time in over four years. And it was very timely, because obviously Eusebio's mm. um, death recently, but all the Benfica players had Eusebio on the back of their shirts. Yeah, that was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, and the win puts that, yeah. Benfica top of the Portuguese league. Must Made them feel like kids when they were pretending to be him. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Well, so it obviously worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. marvelous every match, marvelous stuff. Uh, and now it's time for Pete's game. Yes, it is time for Pete's game. Let me just make me fingerprint work on this bloody phone. Yeah, doesn't work if your fingers a bit wet. Apparently, the listeners are wait. Don't worry. Hello, Danny Brun. Thank you for these uh, clues, my friend. I was born. In Milan. Hey, what's the name of Yeah, what's it called? I didn't give a name last time. Oh, what does it mean you could lower your mouth Jesus Christ, Pete. Terrible precedent. It's not as though there's not been enough game shows in the world. 
Can um, we even really call this your game anymore? Um, no. Have we had you, you Jim Bet? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm giving you a lifeline here. Uh, Jim Bet, Aberdeen, ex Aberdeen, Scotland. The, okay. the price is Dwight York. There you go. All of these have been done, though. That's the have problem. They? You, Jim yeah. Bet's Price not been Dwight. done. No, no. Not been yeah, done, for no. a reason. All right. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, better than nothing? Yeah. Have, all right, we've got that then, Marcus. Thank Fine. You. Good. Gavin, Gavin Hoytless, pointless. Have we? <laughs> Danny Brown, thank you for this. See what you do. Uh, I was born in Milan. Stop. Stop. Sebastian Rossi. Palomarino. Now, what, what year? Uh, that's not that's how, how the you, game works. You don't ask, <laughs> right. This is what, you know, my researcher Danny Brunskill has come up with. All right. Um, I started my career at Solbertis. I'm not really sure how to pronounce those. That. Stop Dimitri Albertini. No. Stop Gianluca Vialli. No. Stop an Italian footballer. Well, Jim, you don't... I just was, because of his standards. Don't belittle a game. Pete's game. <laughs> not even Pete's, Pete's game. Pete's unnamed game. Yeah. I have won the European Under-21 Championships. Stop. Massimo Macaroni. No. Stop. Andrea Salenzi. No. Stop. <clears throat> Paolo Poggi. No. <laughs> In 1996, I signed for Inter. Stop. Calcio, the... um. Mascot from the 1990 World Cup. <laughs> no, it was called Chow. Chow, whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, no, it's not right, is it? Even if it is right, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think it's right. Jim, you're having a terrible piece I only there. played for them for one <laughs> season before signing for Newcastle. Stop. Oh. Oh, no, oh. I was about to say Gianluca Festa, but it isn't. Gianluca Festa. Is it? There's a future. Oh, no, I was going to no. say, no, isn't it? No, I've uh, got nothing. I moved to Everton in 2000 and Stop. was there for seven years. Oh, um, I know this. Uh, yeah. You better get it right. You better get it right. Because uh, I've got it. Uh, yeah. Played only 103 games. Shut up. No more clues. You said stop. No, you've got to answer. There's no point in clues. I know the answer. Well, you can't, you've got to answer. Or you, you said stop. You've got to answer. Yeah, all right. Let me answer. Stop. Free Alessandro Pistone. No, hang on. I was about to say that. Was I? Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> the got a look, Miller. Yes, thank you very much. Oh, that, listen, you can't stop and have 15 seconds. No, you stop and go. At me. Think I about am... Paxman University. I'll shut your noise. Right. I'm currently a poker player on the Italian circuit. I own a restaurant which specialises in uh, Piadina. I am Alessandro Pistone. Thank you, Danny Brun, for that one. Thanks, Danny. Yeah, Woo. well done. Uh, let's have some correspondence. Oh, yes, that's me, isn't it? Okay, so this week, um, all I went for was what was your highlight? Oh, it was such a busy weekend. I thought, what's your highlight of the weekend? Well, you know mine. Um, mm. I do know yours. I need to come back and ask you for that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Lewis Robertson came straight in and said, surely uh, Jason Punch's penalty would have shattered any highlights. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Highlights. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. Strong. Um, Michael Friel says, finally we got to see some Joe Kinnear influence at Newcastle. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. sweary pards. Good. <laughs> yeah, they can't really tell pard you off, can they, really? Because it's true. No, exactly. Yeah. Hired him. He's precedent. got a director of swearing. He's got to use him. <laughs> like, like father, like son. Yeah. yeah. There's no evidence to suggest that they're father and son. Uh, David Furness on the Twitter says, Keeping my call in the Gallagher end when all around me were baying for blood. I'm a changed man, Jane. Come back to me. <laughs> 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 Scott Balfrey, that Villa game... Uh, that, sorry, that Villa have a game tonight, so their loss technically won't be part of the weekend's football. <laughs> um, Burton says, Charlton carrying on their unbeaten run 2014. I mean, admittedly, it is only the 13th of January. But well, but it, it's counts. true, isn't it? Charlton haven't lost since the 14th of December, apparently. Yeah. Mm. But um, <laughs> they have four games this, uh, this, this year so far. Three draws. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> but unbeaten, though. Uh, what else have we got here? Lots of shouts for Andy Carroll's erect penis. Apparently he got an erection when he scored. Oh, brilliant. Wow. The, the, the legacy of Steve Lomas. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do he's a big Lomas. guy. That would probably be quite um, statuesque. Uh, a lot of shouts. For, 
A lot of shouts for Sheffield Wednesday's famous drubbing of Leeds yeah. and you know, Brian McDermott and all that stuff. And we will finish this off by saying, friend of the ramble, Murray James. Ah, yes. Hey. Hello, Murray. He tweets in saying, I had a dream in which Marcus Speller made a pyramid of milk bottles and then urinated over them. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Was I'll, repeat, that I'll repeat Was that. that a dream? I'll repeat that. I had a dream in which Marcus Speller made a pyramid of milk bottles and then urinated over them. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine that would have been oddly beautiful. He yeah. came round to see me jam jars previously, so maybe <laughs> I had an influence on it. You got Wonderful. anything more to add to that? No, Can you apologise for putting that idea into Murray's head and then in turn? <laughs> will you apologise for Friend of the Ramble, Murray James is subconscious? I, I will do, yes, and I, and I, and I shall do. <laughs> that's it that's all we've got uh, marvellous ending to the show Lovely. I think everyone will agree but I'm not 100% sure uh, Pete <laughs> the uh, the game of the weekend the game of the weekend, the the weekend uh, absolute radio uh, it kicks off at 3 o'clock it's going to be um, Arsenal versus Fulham people expect goals <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else any more for any more no, no? okie doke oh yes I've got something I've wow. got um, betfair.com forward slash football ramble a free bet of up to £50 if you sign up through that link um, so do that. There's lots of uh, interesting odds and uh, opportunities to bet. We're, we're, in, your thing. we're interesting odds. Yeah. Bet your tits <laughs> off. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Oh, I haven't done the email address and all that. I'm getting yeah. slack. Ooh. See what you do with your game in No Lame? You do in No Lame. What? If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The uh, Twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com where uh, Kelly's been doing marvellous things yet again. Kelly Wells, you're the best. My little song there. Okay, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Someone sat next to me at Old Trafford having to leave early because he had tickets to Warhorse that he accidentally booked <laughs> for the afternoon. Ah. That's from Ed Barber. I missed that out and I promised him I'd put it in there. <laughs> goodbye. And Fair goodbye enough. from you, Jim. More Pitbull, please. Yeah, shut up, your noises. <laughs> This episode of The Ramble is supported by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Squarespace offers free domain names, customizable designs, drag-and-drop tools, as well as 24-7 support. Seamless e-commerce solutions mean that your business can be taking money in minutes on a website that is scaled to look beautiful on any device. Start your free trial today. No credit card required. As a Football Ramble podcast listener, you'll receive 10% off your first purchase by using the offer code RAMBLE11. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.